Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dear Writer. Today we're recording episode 97 and we have the first of our creative exercises and we're going to be talking about slash sharing our found poetry with you, which should be quite amusing. Yes, I'm looking forward to this one. I had a lot of fun doing it. Also, just a side note is that we seem to be creeping closer and closer to episode 100, which is exciting. Just a few more. We'll have to do something special for episode 100. Yes. I believe it's going to land on one of our craft episodes, but, you know, maybe we'll just have like a little, I don't know, do our craft episode with wine or something. Have a mini party. (laughs) That would be quite enjoyable. Bubbles! That would be fun. (laughs) Okay, for now we're still at 97, so let's not get too excited yet. Let's just (laughs) dive straight into this creative exercise, found poetry. So Sarah's husband raised an interesting point, didn't he? He did. And so before we get fully into the found poetry side of things, we did have an interesting question raised, which was, what defines poetry and what separates it from other forms of writing such as lists and should there be like a cadence to the words at all and so I thought it was just worth briefly discussing um did you have any thoughts on that Ashley I had an initial thought in my mind and that was kind of what I personally thought a poem was and then I googled definition of a poem just so that I could see you know what (laughs) like whether what was in my mind aligned with what poetry actually was and I just took the definition that the first one that popped up on Google which actually fit really well with what I had pre-thought so the um, definition that Google gave me was a poem is a piece of writing in which the expression of feelings and ideas is given intensity by particular attention to diction, rhythm, and imagery. Mm-hmm. So, because in my mind, I was like, I feel like a poem is something that the author uses to express something and like there's no real form strict strict form around what that has to be as long as they're expressing an idea or a feeling so sort of where my mind went first and I think the difference between that and a list is that or at least in my opinion I don't like write lists to get across a particular you know feeling with like Mm -hmm. specific emphasis on trying to get the person who's reading my list to like get that same feeling (laughs) that makes any sense like in my mind the purpose of a list is usually to either like keep track of items that are connected in some way or to inform someone (laughs) of you know a series of more benign items rather than ideas kind of so I think the function is more the difference between a poem and a list (laughs) 
Mm. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does. And it kind of aligns with my thoughts around it as well. I was going to add to just randomly the the list thing was that I feel lists, they can be used to inspire mm. and like kind of like a brainstorm kind of thing. But yeah, I don't think the same intent is there. And so I looked up the dictionary definition of poem as supplied by our favorite dictionary, Merriam-Webster, and it states that one, a poem is a composition in verse, and two, something suggesting a poem as an expressiveness, lyricism, or formal grace. And to me, this definition suggests that perhaps a poem is in the eye of the beholder, since expressiveness, lyricism, and grace are really more subjective than objective things Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so I do though think that length and stanzas for longer poems are an important part in structuring a poem however um, just like paragraphs scenes and chapters are important and aid the ease of reading for novels and I do think also that a poem that has a recognizable rhythm, theme, and uses interesting metaphors will probably be better remembered and capture the reader's attention more. And as you kind of touched on, Ashley, I feel like a list is less intentional than a poem with less thought into word choice and less structure. So I think perhaps instead of asking what a, what is a poem, the question kind of should be what was the author's intent and to what defines a good poem (laughs) (laughs) i like the good poem part i feel like anything can be a poem but like you may not get the same interest in a poem if it's not well structured or well put together (laughs) (laughs) yes i agree so you know eye of the beholder but things to keep in mind (laughs) (laughs) So should we continue on to carrying on from what is a poem is what is found poetry? <laughs> yes, yes. I think we should definitely give a bit of background to that. So Wikipedia defines found poems as the following. Found poetry is a type of poetry created by taking words, phrases, and sometimes whole passages from other sources and reframing them like the literary equivalent of a collage, by making changes in spacing and lines, or by adding or deleting text, thus imparting new meaning. The resulting poem can be defined as either treated, so changed in a profound and systematic manner, or untreated, so basically virtually unchanged from the order, syntax, and meaning of the poem. Yeah, so we have attempted something similar in the past when we tried blackout poetry, which is a form of found poetry. Um, And if you want to hear more about blackout poetry, then you can check out episode 69 of the podcast. Uh, But this time we wanted to try something different by taking an instruction manual or a cookbook and using the text to create a poem Um, using phrases and less modification than what we had with the blackout poetry. So I'm really interested to see what Ashley has. (laughs) I thought we'd go straight into our poems and our process next. Would you like to start us off, Ashley? (laughs) Yep, I can. So 
I did have a lot of fun doing this. I, I, so did I. And <laughs> so my poem is definitely more in the untreated category. So I was trying to find passages of text that I could modify a bit into poem form. Uh, so most of my changes that you'll see are just like changing where the line breaks are and also altering a little bit of the grammar and occasionally removing a word. So fairly unmodified. But I'll mm-hmm. give you some background. So we bought a new car yesterday and James had been going through the car manual. And so I like picked it up and he goes, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I just have a creative exercise I have to do for the podcast. And he's like, okay, sure. <laughs> and so <laughs> like flicking through and originally I had two sections that I was quite interested in doing and I was tossing it between the two. The first was about the different types of headlight modes. So rain mode, fog mode, city mode, like that. And the second part was the warning passage about when you turn the car on. So I was like flicking between the two for a little while being like, which one do I want to do? I ended up going with the turning the car on yes. section because it was quite amusing. So, without further ado, I will read you my poem, which is entitled Starting Off, (laughs) which was the first, which was the heading of the section. So, (laughs) starting off. Never run the engine in a closed space. There is danger of poisoning and death. Do not leave any items, cloths or tools in the engine. This presents... (laughs) A fire hazard. (laughs) Never cover the engine with insulation. For example, a blanket. This gives a risk of fire. Caution. (laughs) So that was my poem. I love the poems that come out of the instruction (laughs) manuals. They're amazing. (laughs) So it was, yeah, I was laughing a lot. They are so fun. I didn't. I never knew how much fun you could have out of forming a poem from an instruction manual. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you want to go into yours next? Sure. So I used my baby's car seat manual, which happened to be the Clickling, and I found the warnings in particular jumped off the page at me since they used a lot of caps and were very imperative. <laughs> I feel like I have to add a disclaimer to this poem and say that the clickling is actually a brilliant car seat <laughs> and you should absolutely use it if you're considering a car seat. It's a Canadian brand. But I did have fun with using only partial phrases to change the meaning of the text when creating my poem. Rather than kind of focusing on a section, I kind of used parts from warnings like throughout the entire manual oh, yeah. that makes sense so that was how I did it and without further ado I present to you a poem titled do not use this car seat <laughs> it's already a great title warning read and understand all information and instructions do not install do not let others install do not allow the child to sleep <laughs> Never attend to your child's needs. Never take child out. Never strangle a child. This car seat must be held. This car seat must be attached. This car seat must remain secured. 
Note, do not use this car seat. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, it was <laughs> so good. It was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Especially the do not strangle a child. <laughs> do not allow the child to sleep. Do not let others install. So funny. Yeah. So that was my found poem. I feel like I modified mine possibly more heavily than Ashley did. But it was it was good fun. Well, it's two different ways of doing the exercise. So. Yeah, which we tend to do. So we tend to kind of cover all our bases with these exercises. But anyways, I think carrying on from that is, did we find it a helpful exercise and what were our thoughts? Ashley? Well, I thought it was very enjoyable. I'd never had so much fun flicking through an instruction manual before, to be honest. And I enjoyed trying to see things that could be poetic in something that is not supposed to be a poem in any way shape or form like at all and my so I read my poem out to my husband because he was like sitting like what are you doing like I just don't understand so I like read him the final piece and then his comment was so first of all he was like in hysterics followed by <laughs> he was like I think all instruction manual should be written in poetry form <laughs> this is true I feel like you would remember them so much more as for how I found it creatively and I guess like its relevance to sparking creativity kind of mixed about it like it was a fun exercise but I don't know how like repeated like doing this again would benefit me too much like novel writing and things I guess there's a little bit to do with you know being creative about how you're writing sentences and sort of breaking up sentences to try and impart additional meaning but it was more just really fun (laughs) it's kind of what I took away from it what did you think Uh, similar so I found it an extremely fun creative exercise and I was laughing a lot while putting it together I found it had more freedom than the blackout poetry because I wasn't limited to just a single page and in some ways an entire entire instruction manual was almost too much possibility (laughs) I could have made a lot of very different found poems from it. I think it was creatively refreshing is what I'm going to say. That's a good way of thinking about it. I'm not sure it would help much with novel writing except for thinking about word choice and maybe using it as a palate cleanser if you're struggling to get words onto the page. So that's kind of how I viewed it as increasing your creativity if you're really struggling then it might give you a good break and give you a bit of a laugh before moving (laughs) back into your writing (laughs) thinking well maybe if you're writing more into writing poetry it would help because it does make you really think about (laughs) something that is not supposed to be poetic at all really so yep so that was our take on found poetry and If you would like to have a go at it, then by all means, I highly recommend it (laughs) 
for a for a bit of a laugh. I'd love to see what your poems turn out like if you end up doing one. So please share. Send them in to Linderson Creations. We'd love to read them. Um, and with that, shall we wrap up this episode? Yes. So if you would like to be on our author spotlight section, you can go to lindersoncreations.com, hover your mouse over the podcast tab in the main menu, and you will find a drop down to be featured on Dear Writer. Um, I will say there is a little bit of a backlog at the moment. So we're looking at next year, I think. We're probably somewhere around mid-year next year would be our next spot. But if you have a book coming out at that point, it might be something to think about and might be a good lead on to your marketing campaign. Yes. And next time on Dear Writer, it is our author spotlight interview series. So you can get a bit of a, you can have a listen and get a bit of a feel for what those interviews are like. And if you'd like to know more about us and our writing projects, you can visit us at lindersoncreations.com or contact us on Facebook or Instagram under the handle Linderson Creations. And if you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice, and we'll be back next week. Happy writing, everyone. <laughs>